Hello everybody, welcome to episode 46 of First Frames First. On today's episode, we're bringing in a very special guest, my dad, uh, Ken Green, integral part of a bunch of our um, projects over the years. We're going to talk about some funny stories uh, that he's had, some stuff growing up, yeah. and uh, just talk about the, the movies that he loves and uh, what it's been like working with us. And a quick question, Jason, why are you shorter than your father? Who are we? Nobody's. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe, maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to episode 46 of First Frames First. I'm your host... Jason Green. And I'm your other host, holla holla on French toast, Adrian Constatin. <laughs> He's been playing too much HQ. <laughs> totally too much HQ. <laughs> Today we have a very special guest. Um, frankly, I'm not sure why he hasn't been on the show in almost two years. And I'm, I'm not really sure. And if he's here, there's no one listening to the show. Boom. <laughs> we, have, we have one... <laughs> No, no, he'll watch later. <laughs> oh, because it's not live. It's not radio. What am I thinking? This is, this is my fancy. dad, uh, Ken Green, the man who started it all. Well, he did. Some of it. Some of it all. Half uh, at 50% was started boom. in Ken Green's balls. <laughs> so, welcome to the show, Dad. Thank you very much for having me on. So, since since so, you've come all the way down into my house, that's true. my place, we so are totally. we are in your place. Uh, he needed someone to move an armoire. What is yes. an armoire? It's essentially a large place to put your clothes. Okay. It's a really big dresser. A cupboard? A yeah. dresser that's heavier than one man can put down the stairs ah. on his own. Yes. Some people use them if they if they don't have enough closet space in the um in your bedroom yeah, yeah. and uh, usually you know the gal will take up the whole closet and the mm -hmm. guy is left with an armoire the gal totally i get that my wife has so much of the closet i don't even know how i live i'm <laughs> in the closet how why am i you're right i need an armoire if my wife was listening no. she would she, first of all she doesn't uh, but if she was, she would let you know that I take up most of the walk-in closet you in our don't. house. don't. She gets really mad at me. She keeps saying that she wants to throw up my shirts and clothes and but stuff. You're, but you only ever wear jeans and a shirt. I know, but I have a lot of shirts. <laughs> I, have, I have two pairs of jeans and 40 shirts, so it makes her mad. And then some people like me that, you know, when I'm working, yeah. I have a uniform. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's like two sets of clothes. That's it. Casual pants for when you're watching TV. Okay, here's a quick question. No, I just sit and watch TV naked, so... Now, this is amazing. Because this is... <laughs> Let's discuss this further. So, no poo stains on the couch. Oh. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. 
First, yeah. wet wipes. Okay. Wet wipes all the way. Okay. <laughs> then dry wipes. Then wet wipes again. Big shower. And, um, and I have a new um, um, uh, doggy uh, shampoo thing, you know, like the little uh, vacuum cleaner. So now mm-hmm. it's got a little shampoo thing, so you can use that too. It wouldn't be an indie film podcast without a little poo discussion. Now, a question. When you guys get home, and it's now relaxing time, yeah. do you whip over your jeans and climb into your comfy pants? No. Yes. Yeah, you do? And since we just got home here, we were out at the movies and we just got home, yeah. I was just going to say... Do you guys have... all want to take your jeans off and put on some comfy pants? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to ask you guys to do that. I was going to say, um, if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to put on a, a more relaxing pair of shorts than my jeans. Yeah. No, because here's the thing. We can, you can see, see my. Le- okay. So I'll leave the jeans keep on the then. Because <laughs> the shorts are like. Short. No, short shorts. No, they're jean shorts. A jean shorts. <laughs> they're shorts. Jeans. They've got like little little bits of jean. Oh, yeah. They're just like hanging. Little scraggies. No, so I will 100%. It's relaxing time. The pants come off. The stretchy, the stretchy, you know, shorts go on. Comfy. Comfy pants. And uh, now I'm ready to just relax at home. Mm. For sure. Do you ever do you ever go take a shower, wrap the towel around, and then just go sit down and watch TV with just the towel? Yes. I don't. Hmm. But here's the thing. I live here by myself. Yeah. So I mean I have two sons. It's it's just the guy on the on, on, on the uh Kojigo cable that's looking through the you know, the little camera on the TV. Fair enough. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Is so who are you, hey? Listen, how do you pronounce that Chinese phone? Huawei. Huawei? Huawei. It's like Huawei? all vowels. Huawei. 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 <laughs> it's like all vowels. Nobody knows how to say it. Huawei. But um, are the Chinese putting secret chips inside these phones in oh, order to they're surveil? In all, they're in every phone. They're not in just every phone. They're in everything. Oh, everything. Well, yes. The water I mean, cooler. Adrian was talking about... If you don't, if you don't, think, if you don't think this GoPro... Well, no. But the GoPro and... The task cam and who's our it, phone. Just, who's to it give, beaming just to give you an example. So, my friend that lives upstairs, Lucy, her her uh, ceiling fan and it's got a globe. She broke the globe. So here I, I just was searching online for globes. Well, na- this was a few days ago. So now, mm-hmm. on my laptop, on my phone, there's there's advertisements for these little globes. Oh like, yeah. You just search one thing and then it's like on everything. Oh yes, they are watching. They're and listening. They're and listening for sure. And they're listening. And so coming you, to ha- get you. you actually have probably have thousands of listeners that are uh, listening in to your podcast. Totally, and they become fans. Oh yes, those NSA agents who are listening to us—they're like these guys are fucking cool. And I'm going to become a fan. I don't know if they're NSA, but they certainly could be CSIS. CSIS. Canadian. Yeah. Now I had a friend once. Who? Wh- <laughs> just, just once. <laughs> I had a friend one time. You started laughing because while I was taking a breath in. <laughs> I know because I thought it was hilarious. So, I had a friend once. So oh, he went. He didn't know what to do. He was working as a camera assistant, and he wasn't sure what to do with his life. Right. And so he. Uh, <laughs> are you having to? Like, I'm having so many problems. We're we gonna have to start all over. No, no. So he went. Nobody into, expects quality. He there went we to the uh, to, where you sign up to, to join the military, and he said to the guys, "You know, I want to join CSIS." 
And the guy looked over and just smiled at him and said, So, you want to be a spy, hey? Well, he was probably like, Oh, you want to be a spy, eh? Yeah, eh? Anyway, the unfortunate end of the story is that he had a problem with his heart, so he could not join the army. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I would definitely do the spy stuff. You would do the spy stuff? Oh, yeah. I don't think that you could. Why is that? Not a good enough liar. (laughs) Look at this face. (laughs) Could you do the spy stuff? Totally. Oh, are you a spy? No. Are you allowed to say, yes, I am a spy? I think so. Oh, really? Sure. It's not like the police where you ask someone, are you a spy? And then they have to say, yes, I'm a spy. True. The police actually, believe it or not, don't have to tell you they're a police officer either. Oh, they don't? Isn't that then entrapment? Oh, is that like a no, myth? No, it's, it's, it's a myth. You cannot, you cannot say you're a police officer. To give you an example, I, years ago I was a fair inspector. Well, you can. You just don't, shouldn't get caught. You know, for, I was a fair inspector for, tra- for and transit. And that's basically the same as being a policeman. Correct. You can say anything that you want. Oh, a fair inspector? <laughs> totally. Just like being a policeman. Yes. I did have handcuffs. Ooh. I did. They weren't department issued. I, <laughs> I did have Pen- to- <laughs> I don't no, want I got- to talk to you again. <laughs> They had um, feathers on them. Is it warm in here? (laughs) They had feathers on on them. And and they came from the love shop. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, on a serious note, you were telling a story. Sure. So it's actually a very funny story where where I'm a fair inspector, and and, uh, but I'm finished my shift and I'm going home. Now... My uniform is like a police uniform. Mm-hmm. Tell the people what a fair inspector is, just so they don't get the wrong idea. All You're right, basically, a, basically a fair inspector is is just someone who um, works for the transit department, and you're just catching people that are cheating, not paying their fare. So you're going to phase? No, 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 no. And making sure that people don't cheat when they're going on the. We we get on no, the no, bus. No, you get on. It's it's a bus fare, like the fare in that a you pay. in a fairground. No, no, no. no. It, getting on the bus. Oh, just oh, on the train. In the fairground. On a bus. Ah, Not at a fairground. Fair enough. Okay, but why a fair inspector? Because a fair is... You're at the fair. Because it's called a fair. (laughs) F-A-R-E. Can't keep it going. Uh, No, you can't. So, you're basically the law on the bus. Correct. Did you have a badge? I did. Oh. Did you have a gun? I might still have it right in my desk. Didn't you have a buddy that wore a bulletproof vest on the bus? Uh... I remember. And he was like he was the guy uh, that won the department issue pepper spray. I think they might. I actually think they might have bulletproof vests issued oh, really? now. Oh yeah, like even when wow. I was there, and this was like back in, let's say between around nineteen ninety three, ninety four ish, around there. So things could get quite serious. Oh yes, I suppose everybody, very serious. Everybody like, uses the boosts. When 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 control gets on the phone <laughs> on your radio and Criminals. says, uh, "Don't get off at this bus stop because there's." There's a gang war going on with <gasps> knives, and you don't know what else is there. Then you don't get off the bus because we're not equipped to handle a gang. To handle war. that, like yeah, you know? yeah, that's crazy. It's a gang Definitely fight. not. Ooh. So let me get back to that funny story. Yes. But so I looked like a police officer, and the interesting thing was I also loved Crown Victorias because it was a great car or whatever. So my car looked just like a police car, but uh, but an undercover police car because it was brown. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm driving along the Queensway, like, but if you're here in Toronto, that's like the 401. And uh, I happen to notice this lady driving beside me. I'm, I'm coming up beside her and her purse is sitting on top of the roof of her car. She's doing 100 kilometers an hour and the purse is not budging. There's three metal dildos inside of it. <laughs> I was going to say gold balls. Okay. So better. I'm thinking, okay, I have to get her attention, right? And I pull up beside her and I do have a badge, you know, so I show my badge through the window or whatever and I'm pointing, pull over. So she pulls over and I pull in behind her. I put my four ways on and all that. And then I, I come up to the window. Now, I, because I'm like to joke around and, and uh, make people laugh and all that. I, like, she Please, rolls, get out of the car. <laughs> she rolls down her window and she says, um, officer, did I do something wrong? And I don't say anything like I'm, you know, I can't say that I'm a police officer. But she, I look But like, you don't have to say that you're not a police I didn't, officer. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And so, so I know her purse is sitting on the roof. So I ask her for her license and registration. <laughs> and she starts looking down and she's looking beside her on the seat and she's looking down and she goes i don't know where my purse is and i reach up and i grab it and i pull it i said is this it <laughs> it was full you, of quarters you would not believe how heavy her purse was yes, it so was full of coin wow and that's why it stayed up there and then i explained to her i said i'm just a fair inspector for you know and she was like from the fair <laughs> can, you grab me a, can you grab me a beer please this, is, this podcast is rough and get this this podcast has a fridge right beside Boom. Yeah, right. How are you doing there, Adrian? So, are you good, good for another I, one? No, I'm good. I'm good. So, Ken, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Ken's history with Jason's filmmaking. Because Jason has... Yeah, I mean... ...been involved in filmmaking long before we were, you know, spooning. Out. And so, really, what? were you involved in those early film exploits? Well, what would you say? What would you say are your earliest memories of me goofing around with film? Do you remember? I do remember. Um, uh, what was it called? Um, you know, with Rod. Uh, oh yeah, uh, world's greatest, uh, world's greatest, or, or Guinness, Guinness, sure, whatever. Did you help out on that film? Oh yeah, 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 helped out a little bit. And and I actually have uh, some pictures of. Uh, I actually just saw the pictures the other day, and there's uh, myself and. Jason, your your lovely wife Anne, mm -hmm. and the two boys, yep. and we're holding up a sheet that we had made said "Go Rod Go" <laughs> for one of his exploits, or yeah, you know, challenges or whatever. So that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I've always kind of been around. I maybe yeah. not right at the start. Jason, you know, started to get into it or whatever, and you know, do mm -hmm. you remember uh, my Indiana Jones movie? That was probably my first, first. foray into. Goofing around with film. You, you made know what? An Indiana I, Jones movie. I, did. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was a it was a um, amalgamation of Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and it was called Indiana Jones: Vader's Lost Ark. And uh, it had Jenna in it. It had Mike in it. He was in our bathtub in our old house. Oh, in uh, Lanark. Yeah. Were did he have a see-through white top on? He no see what 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 it was was our bathtub had those sliding glass doors mm -hmm. and it was an X wing so he got in it and he was like Shoo, and then he would take off <laughs> it was pretty great cool I, I do I believe it or not oh so the other thing was uh, 
it was we turned it into a silent film because we didn't know how to record audio of any kind. So we wrote on little cards, and then we filmed each card, and then we cut the cards into all the audio okay. or the okay. footage that we were doing. Cool. And then we made a soundtrack for the whole thing. And uh, when I showed it to my class, this was like part of a drama. I was failing drama, so sorry. Um, but I was failing one of my high school classes, and this was the last project. And uh, I got a whole bunch of people from school involved. We made this 10-minute thing, or five minutes, I can't remember. And um, I passed. So it was, my, it was my saving <laughs> grace. But uh, yeah, we made a whole soundtrack on cassette tapes. And basically, there was a part in the movie that was like, press play now. And you would watch the video on mute and play the cassette tape in the audience so you could get the whole experience holy smoke yeah. awesome it was video great. and audio was separate so i i do have it i do remember to see it digitized i do remember we did you did a short film mm -hmm. uh and it was in the uh, church basement that was like a dungeon in toronto oh. and it was uh it was it a 24-hour uh short yes, film race yeah and uh, you didn't find out what you had uh, three props mm -hmm. and a sound mm -hmm. or a prop and a sound. Was one of them a carrot? I'm not sure why. No, I but we might have had no, a picture that of was a carrot. Another one. Yeah, I did a lot of I did a lot of these types of short film contests or whatever. But this one was called Classified, and actually, Dad was in it. Yes. So that was probably your first uh, acting gig. You played a cop, I, and it, and it was a silent uh, movie because so there was no speaking. Mm -hmm. And it was all action, and it was—I thought it was pretty awesome. It was pretty. Uh, Everyone. I was the. Uh, it, I was the. I have uh, that one too. I was the like the undercover or the or the detective or whatever in a suit, and and then I had to question a, a perp and and Vinny. I think it was his name. Was, uh, it's totally fine. I'm just gonna hold this. <laughs> Somebody. Oh, this is rough. Adrian, Thank what's you. going on down there? Shh. Sorry, everyone. Adrian's here to save the day. All right, perfect. <coughs> this podcast is the rudest. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Really awesome. Yeah. You just bring your bring your big old self in there. Thanks, buddy. Guys um, are learning so every yeah, podcast. He, uh, yeah, learning we, what you know, to do. We, you know, we do need those little, little mic stands where the mic sits in, points right at your face. Yeah, set it on a table. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Anywho, I actually we saw had to buy one more for things. Uh, sailor the other day because you know I'm, I'm always Looking checking things, things out or whatever. And Ken is a hoarder. Ken is a hoarder. My dad is a major hoarder. Now, I'm not going to say that this hasn't come in handy many times let's finish the classified story though we're gonna show it somehow i'm gonna put it up on our youtube channel somehow okay but he's questioning the perp and he opens this folder called classified and he takes starts taking out pictures and slamming them on the table and it's like a puppy and like a beach ball osama bin laden a beach, and a rubber a beach ball beach ball a couple of things Anyways. and then he's looking at them and he's going <laughs> it was he did pretty awesome dumb. though his, uh, his facial was, expressions yeah. and all that were like pretty awesome and and then and then at the end you know when i throw down the last picture or whatever i, I basically stand up 
and then I go two hands on the table like this, and then I go, and it's and then it's a lion roaring. <laughs> That's the that was the sound effect. It was a good time. <clears throat> cool. We had a good time. Yep. Um. So back to hoarding. Uh, my like dad. To, my like dad never cl- throws anything out, and you don't get to clarify. I'm sorry. This is our show. <laughs> <laughs> now just sit and take it <laughs> this is going out trash nationwide nationwide nation worldwide worldwide yeah totally worldwide people Anyone? are going to think i'm a hoarder well yeah well i'm gonna lift that camera up and poke things around here poke the camera around hold and... on hold on everyone let me ask you a question for how long have you been a devout catholic would you say Good answer. <laughs> that means that he hasn't been a oh. devout Catholic <laughs> at all. But uh, here's a plate of the Pope. Yeah, Everyone, yeah. wait. But okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hang on. This is good. This is gonna get good. Um, there we go. So, oh, there's another plate. Yeah, show that one. What is that? Tall ship of the Cuddy Sark. Uh, here's a green M&M still in the case uh, with the Christmas hat. That's very important. You never throw green M&Ms with Christmas hats away. No. Okay? What so is... here's the thing. We're going to stop now. We're going to stop showing all the stuff. Someday. But my point is, is that there's random things all over. I mean, my office has stuff as well. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. could say that mm-hmm. the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. No. However, one of us purges all the time. The other one has a transport truck full of stuff. Used to. Now, used yeah, to. I'm glad now, you said used to. Now, from time to time, when we're like, does anyone have 37 toasters? <laughs> Jason, does your dad have toasters? <laughs> does your dad have some sort of table that could be used in such a way? Yeah, I get does. text messages all the time. Do you have this, dad? Do you have this? Yeah, he does. I do. Do you have a door? Just a door off hinges we could maybe use? Smash? No, but you know what? I did see a door on the side of the road, and I'm going to go pick it up. (laughs) The other day, I saw a whole credenza. It's brand new, sitting right out on the curb. So I picked it up for you. Yep. It's in your garage. He sent me a text message the other day, which was, uh, this would be great for you guys. And it was a whole, like, flight of stairs on wheels with the whole you know when you go into home depot and they got those the metal flights of stairs that with the landing on the top and railings yeah and i'm like free free Free. he's like for free i'm like yeah but where are we gonna put that like (laughs) that's when we need like a warehouse or something so everyone one of these days one of these days we're gonna make dad the key the chief of going and finding us random stuff to put in our movie warehouse and it's gonna be amazing best job ever Keep supporting Fable Four films and Ken. Ken keeps bringing the things in the door, and then Jason will purge all the time. He's purging, so there's like this flow of things. It's a good team effort, actually. Yep, I like it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Ken, now um, you were instrumental in helping us on Shifted. Can you talk a little bit about, like, uh, I suppose what you what you did? And now we're in the middle of shooting Shifted, so we have another round coming up. So just tell us a little bit about Shifted and, and what you did and how you helped. and um, maybe, maybe what you saw. Yeah, what you saw and maybe some of the, the difficulties that you also had because, you, you know, it wasn't always easy for you. 
Yeah, that's uh, hard. I I just think I just I love to support Jason and and his efforts in filmmaking and mm-hmm. got to know you and and really enjoy your company and all that and and uh, I just love Adrian to help lets out. Him beat him at golf, so <laughs> I just love to help out any way I can. And if it just means being a golfer and going for this, going for that, or whatever, I I'll just do it and mm-hmm. get what you need. And because at the end of the day, I'm just I'm like really excited that I want to see the finished product, mm-hmm. you know, the same as we went to the, um, the art of eight limbs the other day and first time seeing the finished product, the finished product yeah, and you're yeah. going, wow, you know, that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've seen, you know, the work from the start. Yeah. And to me, every time it's getting better and better and better, you know, yeah. what'd you think of, what'd you think of, I, I don't want to, I want to come back to shifted, but, um, we just, uh, The Art of Eight Limbs, it's been out on Bell 5 TV1 for, since end of August? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, anybody that has Bell can go watch it there. But um, there was a lot of people in the Muay Thai community that were basically saying, you know, I haven't been able to watch it. I haven't, um, I don't have Bell. So we decided to have a screening at our local theater in Kitchener, the Apollo, um, who we love. Um, what was it like watching the series on the big screen? Did, and did you notice us at the end? Yes, on, on the last yes on the last you fight did? and yeah. handing out the prizes. Absolutely, yeah. I noticed okay. you guys. That was my favorite part. <laughs> you really saw my bald spot. It was. I don't know who chose that angle, but really made me self conscious. Fire him! <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it, I mean, I looked amazing in the last shot, so we were going to take that one for sure. Yeah, you both were going, and then you were coming back, you know, kind of a little bit towards the camera, you know, and I'm going, yeah, they like that. They're yeah, on, we, they're we on just, there. We just, we just wanted to put ourselves in there just a little bit. It's always nice. So in, in, in the movie Shifted that they're working on now, I you know, at some point in time, you're going to see, you may see, um, you know, a cascade of cars and whatever and you might see a hand sticking out the window and that's probably my hand nice yeah 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 now were you uh you played uh lauren's dad did you not yes and you ran 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 yes you You may you may have gotten eaten you may have gotten eaten so we will see uh what happens there i don't know how much of that we're gonna we're gonna see but it Uh, you should see there's a couple lines in there Get, getting to one of the other movies that, that Jason did was, or that you were working on, it never came to fruition totally, um, was um, Guinness yeah. or, you know. And so there was a, there was kind of a, I did a couple of roles in there, but one was, was like a headless. More than, more than one? Yes, yes. No. You know, because one was a, a headless role and basically I was a golfer. And you know how Tiger Woods and all those golfers, they bounce the ball on their club. Oh, you weren't headless. You were in that. Oh, no, no, no. You were just no, showing right. me from like here down. You're right, you're right. So I'm bouncing. Oh, okay. Now, I played golf since I was eight years old, and I can bounce the ball forever, right? But once the camera was rolling, the ball is falling down or whatever, and I'm picking it up, and I'm going like this, and it would fall off, and, and Jason's going, Dad, you can do that forever. What's the matter with you? <laughs> but I was... No, actually, you know what? You weren't headless. I got the whole thing because... Oh, you did? You did this whole thing where you, at the end you grab it, and you were like walked away or whatever anyways oh. it was pretty no adorable. i i don't know you sure i i haven't seen I it sure i haven't seen it because i remember you saying we want to keep you headless because you're gonna you're gonna play rod's dad mm. in it because at the, at the our boss in the courier scene uh, when he comes into the office that's a good point you played him too yes and Did you say shit 
I can't remember, but but I was supposed to get very angry at at Rod, I guess, right? I remember my dad being upset with me because we wrote some swears into the script, and he was like, "I don't think that I would say this these types of this type of potty language." <laughs> He's really come a long way in his old age. Now he can he can say shit if he has you, to. Did you if never? Did you to. never sway? You never used to sway. Never used to swear. Do you swear a little mean, bit now? Um, my dad was the quintessential, and I told that guy <laughs> that he was full of S-H-I-T. <laughs> but the kids were pretty good. They didn't, yeah. uh, I, I, there were a couple of times I would hear them, you know, uh, you know. And then they, I got to the age where I was like, you go tell that fuck. <laughs> Dad was like, "Oh, my ears! You're hurting me. You're hurting my ears. Yeah. I'm a bad influence on your dad. In recent years, or yeah. a good influence, depending on how you look at it. I'm used to it now. It doesn't. You there know. you go. I mean, I. There have been a couple of times uh, that lately, because of people driving and you know my situation, whatever, that I've actually gotten quite upset. Yeah. And there's nobody in the car. Right. But I'll let I'll let one out. There you go. Like, like nobody's yeah. gonna nobody knows, right? Yeah. Nobody but, knows. Uh, feels good though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It feels really good sometimes. I mean, I have had situations where I've let it go. Like I just gotta release the pressure. It's not about who's hearing it, it's about me saying it. And I have let loose a string of nasty words. But you can say that Oh uh, for five cents doesn't matter it's the same thing no 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 i like i am i'm legitimately angry and it's just helping me control my anger it's only i've only ever had that situation probably twice in my life where i just i just run my mouth and let the swears come out mm. and i just and then i'm and then i'm calm and it's not it's not to anyone i am also by myself but it's just uh i'm just mad about something anyway. i don't mind letting it go now and again like, if there's people talking behind me in the theater, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> just let them know. Just them. Yeah. I'm just alone in my seat, minding my own business, wishing that people would shut up during oh, the previews. Very difficult. I just, I go to the movies to watch the previews. It's I know, I know everyone yes, thinks yes. that the movie hasn't started yet, but the movie started. Once the trailers are on, shut up. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Just saying, okay, this podcast is over. I'm just getting so mad right now. So, so back sorry. to shifted. Yes. Back to shifted. So, and, and one of the things that Ken was instrumental in was set deck, and uh, making kind of making our house look a little bit like people had been living there for a while, and they were hiding out, and they had stuck newspapers on the windows. We keep coming back to this. We say <laughs> we don't know how to stick the newspapers on the windows. Like here's, Ken. here's the thing, we would put newspaper on the windows, and he'd be like, "Terrible, take it off." And he would like do fold some it. origami, yeah. put it back on the windows. We're like, that <laughs> is up. really good. That looks amazing. Ken is the artist at newspapering windows. <laughs> to, me, to me, I think, honestly, I don't think he was as instrumental in set deck as he was in just keeping... We shot in a house for about nine days, right? Mm -hmm. Weekend, week, weekend. And uh, we were there all the time. There were some people that lived there while we were shooting... But most of the people kind of came and went every mm -hmm. single day. We fed everyone. 
Um, that yeah. was a, that was huge. And that was like, a big deal. Feeding every day. Making oh my sure goodness! That everybody had food. And that it was wasn't just deal. it wasn't just one it was, meal. It, it was, was like up and it was breakfast, breakfast coffee first thing lunch, in the morning, lunch, yeah. dinner, and yeah, and I and think sometimes late. What yeah. Dad did really was he let us work, and he just took care of everything. Right. Yeah. So you would, and we'd be wrapping up for the day, and by the time we got downstairs. He, the kitchen was already clean. All the garbage was yeah. downstairs in the garage. Like, I, don't know, I don't know how like we could have done it without you. Honestly, it we, would have been, we would have been like in big trouble. Yeah. I just look at it as, as if you don't keep on top of it, things are going to get pretty bad. Oh, totally. And, then you, you, and even at, even at times we were doing, losing some props here and there, whatever. Yeah. And then, and I, for me, I'm, I'm in a way lucky because if I, if, if, if someone shows me where they've put it down, I'll yeah. remember where they've put it down. Mm, right? That is good. And I, you know, for the most part, I was trying to get them to put them in. in You're right. Or like whatever, we but... were, we were. It was. So Ken basically, we, we, we were losing did... props all the time, and he would go, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I've got a bin, and everybody put the props in the bin, yeah. and that's where the props are." Because actors are, some actors are keeping their personal props. They put it in the pocket of the wardrobe because we don't have a dedicated props person and a wardrobe yeah. person, so. Anyway, so, yeah, so we just had all the props would go into the bin. And I suppose you were, like, just a person that did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. And I would have to say that anybody that's undertaking any kind of indie film, you have to have that person. Like, you, you, you are concentrating on the key roles, but then you need someone who's going to help It was you. great. I, you know, well, you guys, and, can't, you guys can't think of absolutely everything. I mean, you're focusing on... A shot. shot. You're yeah. focusing on the lighting. You're focusing on your your actors and actresses delivering. Well, you know certain ways. Mm-hmm. So it happened to be me. But if it's if it's somebody else, then takes all those things away from you. I mean, that's. And here's that's the important. thing: as an as an indie, you know, we we learn every time we go. As an indie film company, uh, you might go out there and and make something, and you might be doing it all. But then you're going to forget a thing or you're going to waste an hour looking for something or, you know, you're going to have to spend, you are going to have to spend an hour afterwards cleaning and tidying or, or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's a huge deal. Having, having a human being able to do all that kind of stuff is amazing. Yeah. So thanks, Ken. Oh, you're that very welcome. Was, uh, I mean, it was amazing. We couldn't So then we couldn't when, have done when we finished, uh, dad went and had spinal surgery. Yes. Uh, has spent enough time recovering so now we're ready to shoot again so <laughs> we've been waiting on you wait come on oh geez how long <laughs> jesus so uh hopefully all the rest of our cast are listening to this show because we're ready to rock there we, we go. uh spent some time working with um uh tabby and dave our monster builders yeah so we currently have excited four, about that yeah four so new hopefully, masks being now, built yeah so so that it, it is in, in essence it is going to turn out like a latex they were going to use latex. A latex helmet, mm-hmm. in essence. So, the helmet would come down over the eyes, keep the mouth open, everything makeup, everything bloodied and gory, and the, the creature will be on there. It'll look, it should look, I don't know, after our meeting and sitting down and discussing with Dave and Tabby, we were pretty excited about yeah. where things were going, and we had the next steps. And um, Yeah, so hopefully this monster's going to look pretty cool. I think it's going to look amazing. I mean, I've yeah. done a little bit, of, not near what Dave has done, but a little bit on my own, like for Halloween and stuff like that. And I've yeah. done some scars and, and like broken bones sticking out. Yeah. And, the you know, my first year when I started to get into that, I was using, 
I'm, I'm going to a Halloween store and buying blood and buying this and whatever. And I was, I was buying the cheap um, scars, the cheap, you yeah. know, th- things or whatever. And then yeah. I was buying the cheap blood. Right. But as I started to get a little bit better, I was getting better scars that fit on. It was easier to blend them into your arm or, or you're on your face or whatever. And then I also would buy the more expensive blood. Mm-hmm. The more expensive blood looked so much real like you know yeah and uh so here i am i'm driving transit buses on halloween night and i'm like all dressed up as a as a, a zombie or whatever a wounded you wounded zombie and like blood everywhere and you know most people when they get on a bus they're when they first get on the bus their head is down they're always looking down you know and then they kind of look up at right? that last second as they're coming you know into the bus and then they look up and they go <sighs> because <laughs> you know? i see this oh full full not just my face like everything the the i'm not wearing my uniform i'm wearing it like a zombie thing or whatever i mean it's no pants it's uh shorts no <laughs> um but pretty pretty funny and yeah, then and then cool. not only that i didn't do it just for halloween but i i would do uh like an elf for christmas and and cool. um a leprechaun for saint patty's day and then people were asking me, like, what are you going to be for this one? What are little you baby in diapers for Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's like an arrow and a quiver full of hearts. That's right. Are you, are you going to be a bunny for for Easter? <laughs> I go, no. I'm going to be I'm gonna be a chicken. <laughs> I was going to say Jesus. But that's but probably inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, you did it anyway. I did it. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, everyone. No, that's a totally fine. With the plate of the Pope. This show. <laughs> when I said this show is over, I meant the whole show. Yeah. We're going to be shut down. down YouTube's going to be like... So, speaking of YouTube... Maybe we shouldn't speak of YouTube. But anyways, you know, my uh, Lex did a little YouTube video with mm-hmm. his buddy. And it was pretty cute. Um, so they did a video, but in the video, he was watching some music video on YouTube, and he was dancing in the video. It was kind of funny. It was for the credits. Cool. Then he uploaded it to YouTube, and YouTube shut him down. Oh, yeah, totally. What? So, it's, so I guess the music. question... I guess the question is... He can't, he can't use somebody else's music so that he doesn't the thing, have the rights They're little to kids. I, I know. But mm. So here's the thing, and this is what yeah. I really... I would love to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. When you watch YouTube, you hear, you see all kinds of people using different songs and videos and stuff. So I don't understand how some of that stuff is up. No. Oh, yeah. Like no more than 30 seconds. Okay. So anytime you see like a crowd of people that start to do a crazy dance in, you know, start to do a shopping mall or style in the shopping mall or whatever, that song is playing. And they're doing a dance, and they're doing whatever. The thing is, is did Lex monetize his video? No. So you gotta, we gotta start saying like, look, if it's a ten-year-old or a fifteen-year-old trying to do something fun for their class or whatever, mm. I don't know, I don't know. But I'm just, it's interesting. Yeah. No, but, totally. I mean, the, I mean, the bottom line is, if somebody has spent a whole lot of money making an artistic thing, I mean, you shouldn't just be able to, because people would use that to make their own money. Right. Especially on but YouTube. If they, they, if they make a really funny video using somebody else's music that somebody else has paid a lot of money to create. But if you're but if you're doing something and you're not monetizing it and you're not yeah. making money out of it. I mean I suppose And you're just doing it. I just suppose for, if it gets really famous and then turns you into something that you can then monetize other stuff for. 
Yeah, you, like you if that's, if that's yeah, the YouTube video that launches your, you're using somebody's somebody else's creative work for yourself to do yeah. something. And I get it, Lex is just a kid, but like, so then why so have why have music at a dance club then? Like, totally. I mean, the thing is that they, yeah, the thing is that they, I think they they pay a certain amount to uh, certain organizations just to use the music in hockey games. So. So let's you gotta say you, you got to pay for this stuff, right? Let's say you go to a dance, right? Yeah. And so the club is is might be paying for the music that they're using at the club. Mm -hmm. But somebody takes a video of all their friends dancing away, but yeah. the music is in the background. Yeah. So they're making their money off so, of there. So it just depends if you if you put it on YouTube. Yeah, so so that's what I mean. You put it on YouTube and and then all of a sudden it gets shut down, but they're already being paid for the Not music for the video. plan. They paid for the music to be in the nightclub. They didn't pay for the music to be in the video. Yeah. But that means they're getting paid, well, if, you know, Because really. it's different. It's not in the club anymore. It's, you, know it's what I, YouTube, right? you know what I would say about all this? Uh, well, oh, for five cents. Well, well yes, and, 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 I but, suppose, but I, I the, do suppose if you were the artist. Look, this is, so let, let me put it to you this way, because it, it feels abstract because you guys are not musicians, right? So what if somebody took, we made Shifted, somebody else took Shifted, Chopped it up into pieces, put it online, and then and then monetize that. Is that fair? Nope. No. That you could, nobody can use a piece of your artwork that you have paid money to create. Like let's shifted cost us money to make. Those guys who have been in those music studios, yeah, they've got they got music studios behind them that have millions of dollars. But that music cost millions of dollars to make. So how you do you how do you explain? Sometimes you watch YouTube videos and they're using clips from Star Wars or Spider-Man yeah. or this so or this clips, or this. Like, I, I think clips are okay. And, that, yeah. and that's where you were saying yeah. about the 30, under 30 seconds. But also, but also, if you're discussing it, if you're talking about it like in documentary style, if you are educating, if it's under it, the guise of education, not if, just entertainment, then you can use the clips. Like, if, like people who put full trailers in their in their YouTube videos and talk about the trailers and talk about it, generally they tend not to get shut down because it's more about education. Mm -hmm. So those, those, and those little clips of movies tend to not be an issue, but they're really tight on music, especially if it's pop music. Like what was, do you remember what the song was? It was a French song. Yeah, man. And so, I mean, they just get really sticky, so particularly if the French song was like Sony Entertainment. I, yeah, and Sony has a tight relationship with YouTube. That, and Sony is like, if anybody plays this, cut them off straight away. So do they have do they have algorithms that mm -hmm. figure that out? Or yeah. do they actually have people listening and watching? No, it's an algorithm that can pick up your music. It's it's like your song gets shut down immediately. So I so we, we wanted to We've use... We've had a couple shut, shut down. Like, yeah. And the only thing was, in Lex's case... I didn't see an option to contest, but we have yeah. put we've put videos up where was it was it eight limbs or what, what was it that we recently had? Uh, yes, we had one with eight limbs, and uh, we had the, the licenses to use all of the songs that we used in yeah. eight limbs, uh, courtesy of Bell. Um, thanks, Bell. Mm. And uh, when we put one of the videos up, uh, YouTube shut it down, but we contested it and we were like, no, we actually have the license. If you want to reach out to us, here's the name of the songs. Mm -hmm. We have the license to use this stuff. And then they let it go. Okay. Yeah. So it is, a, it is a, like certainly it's a computer thing. It just, it, it able to pick up the song, hear the song. What I did tell Lex though is in the future, I was like, 
if you're doing some sort of fun video or whatever, don't have any music playing in the background. Put the music in after the fact using YouTube because YouTube has all kinds of songs that you can mm -hmm. add after mm -hmm. the fact. Mm -hmm. Like you can play over top of your video. So go and then hunt for something for free or whatever. Yeah. Um, but don't don't be playing some music on well, the just, background. Just do a test. Like just try and upload something that's under 30 seconds and see what happens. I remember once we did uh, one of Lex's old podcasts. I think I might have told you guys this before. But Lex and I played chess. That was the whole episode that we did for him. So while we played chess, we listened to Beethoven on a record. <laughs> YouTube shut us down. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> so then, because it was just us playing chess, we grabbed it down, we cut out the sound completely, we put it back up, and YouTube allowed us to use their version of Beethoven. We put it right over top, yeah. and it was almost the same video. Yeah. But it was YouTube's licensed, you could wow. choose Beethoven, whatever. So you can, yeah. you can search on YouTube for, the, for free music got, that you can they use. They've got tons of stuff, for sure. And I will say that the, it's going to become, as we move forward sort of like copyright issues and the ownership of media is going to become a very sticky thing because we're moving in such into such a media driven consume media consuming and so fast everything is going so, so fast far. and you look at in, and it bleeds into piracy also like being able to download any movie at any point it's the wild west right now like people are riding around and they're just stealing programs left right and center but that is going to get shut down 100% there's, when full transparency comes and everybody can see what everybody's doing and it, what everybody downloads, it just won't be worth it. Like right now, people are able to just, it's like the equivalent of walking into a store, grabbing food off the shelf and just leaving the store and nobody stops you. But eventually there's going to be police. Eventually there is going to be, a, you're not going to be able to just wander into the store and grab whatever you want. Like I was a fair inspector and just don't walk on the bus and don't pay. Yeah. Well, not anymore, <laughs> especially when the merry-go-round is. Let me tell you something. You do not want to be in those fuzzy cuffs. <laughs> Big trouble. Fuzzy trouble. Big so, trouble in little bus. I, I, think, bus. I, I, do think that, I don't think that piracy will ever stop, but I think that the, the free-for-all that we've had for the last 10, 15 years, it's going to start to peter off as companies, huge companies, get more and more aggressive with their with the control of their piracy because they lose money they can yeah. count the money that they're losing they're like we lost this much money to me if i was an artist not that i have any talent to be a musician or anything like that true go on uh but to me <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm, i've maybe never been someone that is, just wants a whole pile of money or whatever you know but i would be just thrilled if people were listening to my music any which way Mm -hmm. You know, it, because if I if I make a song or whatever and I put it out, I'm going to be making money from it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Through sales and stuff like that or whatever. If people if, buy if, it, if nobody buys, yeah. It. Well, no. If you're if you make a good song, like look at Hadaway, one hit, mm -hmm. and he probably made millions and millions of dollars off of one hit. When was his one hit? What is love? In the, what is love? Hey, yeah. So that was back in the day when he probably did make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. I hope he these, saved it and put it into retirement. He probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> these days, it's tough. I think it's tough these days. Yeah. For new artists. If you're not on like a big label and you can't get your song oh, out. Music, huge, I mean, music is hard. I yeah. think that must be one of the... When somebody, when somebody says, you know what, I think I'm going to be a musician. 
they are choosing a hard road. Man. Almost anything is a hard road. I don't know. Almost, I feel, I feel almost like anything. Like indie filmmaking, hard road. It, it, get, it is. It is. And it's long. I've run excavators and bulldozers and all that. Years, years ago, if some employer gave you uh, an opportunity to... Um, Oh, just a minute here. Oh, sorry, Ken. I'm making Ken. I asked Ken for a beer, but he's gonna have to. Well, while you're down there, sometimes, sometimes he gets he has back Thank pain. You. Yeah. Thank His you. His back pain you. is why back leg everything. Back leg everything pain, and that's why working on shifted was we were so grateful because. Yeah. No, I was okay then. Hurt. I wasn't too bad then. Well, I mean, I still had issues. I still had a lot of issues there, but um, anyway. We won't get into the operations and all that, but what I was going to say with with things that are harder is, years ago, you know, to run a learn how to run an excavator, you just you just needed to find somebody that that would would train you, yeah, through their own company or whatever. Yeah. And now, you know, with insurance regulations and all that or whatever, you actually have to go to school to get your heavy equipment certificate. Yes. So. When I was in Ottawa and we're building a golf course or whatever, we're doing it ourselves. So you don't need the certificates. We're just going and and it's just doing mounding and all that. I mean, it's it's nothing exacting or you know on a golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I left there and then I came up to Kitchener, Water, I don't know if our fans are aware that we built a golf course. This is an amazing Sweet. thing that I did not know about you guys when I first met you. Yeah, was that you guys had once together as a team. Jason, I I Built taught Jason how to run a bulldozer, and he and uh, taught him this to take amazing. to to take out junipers and push them into a pile, and then we would burn them and all that. So I'd it was, drive along, I'd put the little bulldozer blade in, I'd take out a bush, I'd push all the bushes into a pile, we'd set them on fire. <laughs> this was a good day. It oh, was, I was. The, you have to understand that growing up and 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 working in IT, you. You tap away on computers all day long. If you got to drive a bulldozer, that was the greatest. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I called it. We had 400 acres there, and I called it my 400 acre 400 acre sandbox. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable, and and it was like you know that you know as you get an older you're an older guy or whatever, and you go these are big boys toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, running an excavator, running a big bulldozer, or whatever. Totally. Those are big boys toys. They as were, my memory goes, you might have to remind me if I did already tell our fans about how i knocked myself unconscious driving a bulldozer <laughs> oh maybe but I might have, you can you can whip that story up just real quickly just real quick so i was <laughs> so the bulldozer i was driving was like a little mini one not, again, like, not many and, well, and that's that's and that was the biggest one they would give him they were like, no. you get, we drive that one, that one. No, I don't get the baby. It was the smallest two. one we had, yeah. but it's ah, but ah. it's a finishing dozer. It's a D3, which is a fair size for Jason. Okay, good point. It was a big bulldozer. <laughs> it was the smaller of the two bulldozers that I learned how to drive. But um, I'm driving along, and I'm cutting these little bushes out of the field. So I'm driving along. And there's a ditch. So I would go over the ditch like this and move along and go do the thing. And then I'd be coming back and I'd go through the ditch again. All good. One time I was going through the ditch. I essentially was going over. And then as I dipped down, the big blade caught in the dirt. And the whole dump truck just stopped dead. Pulled over. 
bulldozer, sorry. <laughs> now this bulldozer luckily had a windshield. Unluckily, I flew forward because there was no seatbelts. Flew forward, smashed into the windshield, knocked myself out cold. Then I woke up probably 20 or 30 seconds later, not very long, but I was driving in the field again. <laughs> the bulldozer was still moving. It, it got itself un, undone and, and uh, whatever. So That must have been I did, terrifying to watch. If somebody was no, watching... Nobody was, nobody watching. was around. No, like, but I mean, if somebody had seen oh, it, yeah. they would have been like... Oh, Oh, man. So a couple things. If there was no windshield, I probably would have been dead because I probably would have went flying forward and then the bulldozer fell out and then I, it would have went over me for sure. Like, how does the bulldozer drive forward without you pushing a thing? Yeah, it would have stopped. No, no. No, you it, can, no you it, can... it goes forward. It just drives. You have to push the things in to make it either stop or turn. So so wait. You put it into... When you, when you put it... So you put it into gear on the side... And then there's two... So the big one had the two handles on the floor with your feet. Mm -hmm. The smaller one that I was driving at the time had these two handles. And what you do is you push them forward. So push them forward to stop. Pull them like this to stop one track and let the other track go. So you would turn. Yeah, yeah. Like this, you would turn. But essentially, if you just left your hands off and you put it in go, just like a lawnmower, just drive. And so, um, yeah. There you have it. So, what I did learn afterwards was that when crossing a hole of any kind in a dump truck, you have to go over it at a diagonal so that when you're driving over, one track is on one side of the ditch and the other track is on the other side. And then you go across and as this track then leaves and goes into the ditch, most of the rest of the bulldozer is on the other side, then you don't die. So, uh, take it from me. Don't drive a bulldozer because they're dangerous. <laughs> and Jason, Jason came and did all that for free too. I did. Just well, to, that was fun. It was to, basically just fun. Oh yeah, it was a blast. How long were you there for free? Uh, uh, a year and a a year, maybe a couple of years. No, like, but, just, but but not, but not every day. That, not every yeah, day. I, just just like on a weekend, like on a Saturday. Oh, weekend, or, weekends and evenings and stuff. Oh, yeah, because okay, I worked okay. a full time job. Oh, you had a full time job. You weren't full time on the golf course. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was no. pretty great though. Yeah, no, I was amazing. Full, I was full time on the golf course. It was yeah. a lot of work, but it was cool. Not very, many, not many fun. people get to say, you know, golfers that get to say that I had a hand in building a golf course. You know, yeah, yeah. thirty six holes on four hundred acres. You know, and so you know that's a little bit of claim to yeah. fame or whatever, which that's is cool. which is pretty awesome. And even me, who did very little, you, I can go play and be like, I remember that. I remember this. Yeah, so it's pretty great. Yeah. So, what happened to the golf course? That is a tale for another. That's a that's listen. That we not, don't want to get into. That's not. You don't have enough podcast yeah. hours for that. But anyway, yeah. it's for a long time. I know. I asked that question on purpose because uh, I it's know rough. that there is it's a lot of drama history. Yeah, a lot of drama with the golf course. Yeah, and so uh, it did not work out well. So, it's still it's it's still operating. It is operating. You know, and and it's great. You know, the golf course is great. A good golf course. Yeah, any golf course is great. Anytime I can get out with some clubs and my measuring sticks in my hand yeah, and on any golf course or whatever, I'm going, yes. Yeah. I mean, the last few years it's been tough because of my accident and, and being able to play at the level that I did before, but yeah. um, it's still nice to get out there because That's I just. true. I golf is did beat him at golf for the first time this year. Yes, very first time. 
And uh, I think it was uh, the day that my doctor gave me the first go-ahead to to go out and play golf. Crushed him. And um, (laughs) obviously I could not hit a ball. Like if you've just had major back surgery. Don't make excuses, Nick. But Jason, he he loves this because because years ago we used to play badminton. Yeah. Right? And I had an issue back then. and, and, And I don't know what was going on, but I literally could not raise my arms higher than that. But, Can you raise your arms higher than that now? Yes. To oh, there. oh, there we to go. There. I proved it. But okay. The thing was, we're playing. We're we're members at the badminton club in Kitchener, and and um, but me, even though I'm hurting or whatever, if you go out and do something like that, it's taking your mind off of your pain and the issues or whatever. And yeah. I go, yeah, okay. So every time Jason needed a point, what would he do? Sail it high over my head so I couldn't get my arm up like this, and uh, and he beat me and he beat me once in badminton too. Uh, Know your enemy, (laughs) and then strike in their soft spot. Yeah, and my other son, my other son Josh, we're 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 doing this cross Canada tour for charity, and uh, we had a few days off, and we're out in Golden, BC. And uh, now Josh has skied in, in uh, out west, I believe, in Whistler area, but he also skied in Switzerland, you know, so there's some big hills over there too. Mm-hmm. But for me, it, uh, Golden BC was, was the highest I ever uh, went on because it was like 8,000 feet or whatever. And uh, when we went, it, I had just had surgery on my knee. So many surgeries. And, Super surgery. Yeah, unlucky this way. <laughs> I had surgery on my knee and what happened was it, it should have been fine. It's just orthoscopic surgery and it should have been just fine, but it got infected. And I came very close to passing away because of this infection. And anyway, so I was starting to heal again and, and whatever. And then this was the, my very first time going to do something athletic. And, uh, with one of your kids. With one of my kids. And, and, and the kids have never like would out ski me or anything like that we'd be we had a lot of fun skiing or whatever over the years but we're up on top of this mountain or whatever and then and so up at kicking horse mountain you t- you take a gondola up a certain distance so you get off and then you take a quad chair up another distance but if you want to mm-hmm. go from the very top you get off the last chair lift and then you've got to hike up with your skis on your shoulder another right. 300 feet up so we didn't do it on the first run. We're doing this on our third run. And it takes quite a while to do each run because it's like a long way down, right? Sure. So we get up to the top and like you come to the, the edge and you're, and you're like looking over. And literally I'm like 15, 20 feet from the edge and I get down on my stomach and I'm crawling over because it's high. <laughs> and you get to the edge and you look over and it's like, I don't know, 30 feet down before your skis are even going to touch the ground. And I'm going, oh, I go, error, error. <laughs> so anyways, we found a spot to where, where we can get off and it's like 10 foot drop. Right. And then, and then Josh goes, come on, dad, you only live once. <laughs> I'm going, if I go, I'm going to die. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, but, but listen, with my legs broken on yeah, top of this yeah, mountain, yeah. I'm going to live for another. What were you thinking? I'll, like, you're like. You're because like, you I just d- can't say no. No, I just, I love to. This is a good piece of information to hang on to. 
he can be peer pressured. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Folds like a lawn chair when the pressure's on. <laughs> okay. Hey, now in my later years, now that I've had some issues and accidents and stuff like that, that they hurt your body. So yeah, we'll get you into some serious trouble at some point. <laughs> yeah. So now, but golf, a real golf discussion are not that too bad. I, I, I'll tell you. Wait, we need to hear this then, oh. because golf is not so bad. Right. Because Jason might remember, after my knee operation, I could barely walk. And I'm, I'm staying at his house, and we decide to, to go and play a par three course at Bingaman's. And sure. so instead of bringing my... my um, Walker? No, what do you call them? Crutches. Crutches. I bring two golf clubs, and I'm walking around the golf course with two golf clubs, you know, upside down, and using those as canes. <laughs> what did I shoot, Jay? I have no idea. I don't even remember this at all. Oh, sorry, sorry. He has a selective I memory. I beat me. That goes without saying. I shoot even par. Oh, amazing! And he goes, "You're nearly. You're a cripple, and you shoot even par. How do you I do that?" Would, first of all, I would never call someone a cripple. Okay, that is rude. No, right? it's not anyone. It I was can't. His, it was his dad. You just said that. It was his dad. I no. Was I not crippled? Yeah, he was. I was pretty. It was, I, it was bad. To be honest with you, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I'll come. Like the knee surgery? The golf game. Uh, yeah. Very selective. Um, but I do remember the knee surgery. Okay, so very real question. We're getting close to the end here. Okay. If I told you that I could give you an android body, a <gasps> robot body now. Yes! Okay. But here's Slide the thing. Up. Here's the thing. You can't just take your brain and put it into the android. Now... I can put you in a chair. What's wrong with my brain? No, this because you That's can't. What we've all been asking you for can't, so long. Game. You can't just take your brain out of your body and put it in a robot. Why okay? not, Jay? Because that's in not the way science land? works. Hmm? What we can do though is we can put you into the chair. We can put you in a chair. We can put a helmet on your head, which essentially will take all of your mind and transfer it like a USB stick over to Bluetooth. this robot. Bluetooth. Bluetooth, sure. So now the robot is going to wake up, and it's going to be you. Um, but you're still going to exist. Would I do that? Would you do it? Yes. Now that's there's going to be two U's. There's going to be two U's. That's a no-brainer. Because, because, because every day I'm in, I'm in too much pain. No, there's and not only one U. There's two U's. There's one U robot U, and there's one U that wakes up from the chair. No. Oh, yeah. We're not going to just kill him. No. That would be murder. He's in the chair. And he's gonna, the robot, once he's gonna the take... robot is an extension of him in the chair. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is we've just done a copy of his brain. Ah. And we've put it in the robot. So, oh, I so, thought you were so I thought you were doing the robot. You're not the robot. The robot is you as you were right now. And Unfortunately, the robot's gonna go on and do it's gonna go on and do things, things. and, and it's have gonna fun. be you. But it's am gonna I gonna you. know it's me in the robot's Oh well, well that, yes, you will. If, if because I, you are the robot now. Yeah. So no. if I know it's so you hold won't. on, everyone. Your brain is in the robot. Yes. The robot is you. Yes. But you, yeah, but but you, you will be in are chair. also you, right now. You when you take the Bluetooth off. He'll still and be you're, Ken. You're gonna be Ken. He'll but be the robot's Ken. gonna be Ken. There'll be another Ken. But out you there. won't be synced. You won't know what he's thinking from yeah. now on. But you. We'll oh, so, so then I'm just going to sit at home and still be in pain every day. Yeah. 
but well, that you, sucks. You but gotta, you, you no, gotta come up with something better I than can't, that. I can't. I can't. This is what it is. You, the robot, gets to live on as you. Like you, you're allowed. You, you live. Unfortunately, can live forever. Correct. What you're, do you think? You're taking on, you're taking on eternity, in your uh, android body. Well, there's two ways to look at it, and only, one, only two. What's one, number one? One way is, throughout my life, the things that I've done or whatever. For the most part, I think I, I, I can impact people and, and be nice to people and, and help people improve and whether it's playing sports or this or that or whatever. So I've always enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. So if I can't do it physically and my robot could, then that would well, be... Well, he's not, he's not your robot anymore. You don't own him. Or do you? No, you don't. He just or goes on... do you? No, you don't. He or just goes on you? and becomes... But what if you did? Okay, so... So, okay. So, what is the but point of doing... What is the point of Who doing that if if the person that you're taking the brain doesn't get any Copy. satisfaction of knowing what the person is... What I'll the robot you, is doing? I'll tell you what it is. I would do it in a heartbeat. Because my brain would go into the robot and robot me, new robot me... Gets to leave and leave meat sack me behind forever. But who owns but, the robot? But how do you Nobody know what the robot's robot. doing? Who cares? I'm the, the robot. robot. But you're also... Yeah, I'm me too. But you're also here. I'm here too. Oh, I'm not here. I'm not going to live at your house. But no. yes. I'm me- who I'm paid for me- the robot? Google. I assume. Bill Gates. Probably. So... You can't just run off and do what you want. You have to do what Google tells you to do. I'm cool with it. <laughs> Google, hook me up. I'm ready. Jay would put his brain into a hard drive. 100%. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instantly, he would. I would put my brain in a robot that's on its way to Mars. Actually, I would probably just get on a spaceship to go to Mars right now. I would go, too. Fair enough. Okay, Dad. Just for the adventure. Something we ask all of our guests. First of all, we're not going to do trivia. Are you okay? I would not you go, but thanks for asking, you jerks. You're not going you to do trivia? Go My first no, time... I would not go to Mars. You wouldn't go, you to, wouldn't Mar- go to Mars? Are you kidding me? No, I don't think so. Wow. Would you not want to be the first man on the moon? No. You can't be the first man on the moon, but well, you can no, be the but... first man on Mars. What I mean is, wouldn't you want to be the first to do something that nobody's ever done before? I wouldn't be the first, probably. Mm-hmm. You, you know what's amazing? I'd just be one of the, one of the few in the front. Right, but yeah. you could be the first person to go to one particular place in Mars. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you imagine could have, you could have constant bill. Yes, constant, constant mountain range. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the guys that good here. Imagine the guys that be a, note, a footnote in a history book. I'm not sure. Sailed across and landed on the shores of Canada, and then mm. and then started to to discover and map out, like through Baffin Island and all. You know, all. Yeah. Can you imagine like? Mapping oh, out life was uh, for them. It must have been amazing. <laughs> I mean, like that show alone. But you'd be like, you're alone, but you're yeah, yeah. So and I and I hear you guys. I hear you guys. But just like from my perspective, you know, life's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So imagine, imagine taking your wife and your two children and going to Mars. No, you can't. Yeah, do that. I don't. I don't. Why? Really, I, because uh, because what if they it's die? a one way trip. Well, the plan is, if if they're going to do that, yeah. they have a plan that they are going to survive. 
Totally. Yeah. It's not. It's not a plan. It's but not a plan. It's a high risk. It's it a only high takes risk nine operation. months to get there. Yeah. It's not like it's. Uh, it's not like you're gonna be. Would there be a, a return journey because you need fuel to maybe get back? Someday. Right? Yeah, they're gonna make maybe fuel. someday. But I think the initially it's going to be a plan to go there, build place to live, and you're yeah. gonna stay there oh, totally. un- until the next ship comes and and as the years progress they're going to yeah. come up with faster ways to travel and Absolutely. the first bunch of colonists are going to go crazy kill each other it's a movie. <laughs> single location i mean <laughs> you, you you could meet up with some aliens I'm sure aliens on there and, sure there's been a few and then you might like have this. to call up S- sigourney weaver yeah <laughs> we'll have to grow potatoes and poop yes <laughs> yes oh matt damon that was a good movie yeah awesome movie i don't i just yeah I'm not you just sure. don't want to have an adventure. Well, no, the thing is, I just... It's hard to... In that movie, though, it's hard to believe that when he was when he was going to, to go up to his ship, when they came back for him, and he's and he's being... He's shot up there, and then the, and then the ship starts falling apart all around him, and it's like he, he's in the space. Yes, he was in the spacesuit. Mm-hmm. But you're traveling at certain speeds... He's traveling at a certain and and faster too, didn't didn't he? At one point, they, he he was going faster, so everything is falling off his off his ship, the spaceship, and he's just in his suit. Well, how could he be going that fast? Let's say it's thousands of miles per hour or whatever. Sure. And you're just in a spaceship. Because there's space no suit. because there's I said no spaceship spaceship space because in space there's no friction. It's not a. So it doesn't matter how fast you're going. There's no friction. You think there's no friction in space? There is no friction no. in space. That's how spaceships can move yeah. at that those speeds. And so in they that, they just keep going faster and faster as the thrust is fire. So in that movie, was there not particles in the space? Were they? Was that ship? Oh, if he not... hit something, he'd be in trouble. Well, but he'd be in trouble if he hit something in a spaceship too, probably. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. That's why you see those space movies where, like, a tiny rock goes through a whole ship, like, like gravity. I'm always surprised at any space movies that how the how the ships are not being obliterated by space debris like rocks and well, asteroids it's just that and, and that. I just don't think there's a lot of rocks floating around space. I think there's a lot of rocks floating around in the Milky space. in the Milky so, Way and the really asteroids big. and stuff like that. I, I think, think space so. is just pretty big, but like rocks hitting are hitting things all the time. I hope that people are watching this show going, "Oh my god." These guys don't know anything. They're they so know anything dumb. <laughs> There's no rocks These in space. These guys are so There's idiots. lots of rocks in space. Yeah. Well, we've never been in space, so you don't know. Do you know what? Do you know what? When my girls leave home, then you're going to go. I'll go to Mars. Yeah. That's kind of where I am right now. Right? This My boys are grown up. They're both going to be in high school. They're both moving on. Yeah. I know I'm not going to Mars tomorrow, but I'm willing to give the consideration that you know, in five years, in ten years, it's going to be time for us to try something brand new and something amazing. So, and if there are volunteers, you're going. I would totally go. I mean, my wife might get mad. She'd be very mad. I would go. They probably wouldn't take me because I'm too old. It's true. Or I'm in another ten years, I'm going to be too old. But maybe they need. And maybe they need also. someone that they that can, can organize, or they can eat somebody if they get really hungry. <laughs> See, first in line to go. <laughs> I was going to say walking supply. It's the walking supply. It's called, hey, it's, James called, McDougal. it's called floating supply. So I was so I was a great organizer in the movie Shifted. Right. So in in reference to something that Jason mentioned earlier that I'm a hoarder. Yes. I'm an organized hoarder then. It's true. Totally. So it all whatever works. makes you feel better. It, it all works. You're gonna hoard Mars rocks. So I actually have rocks, rocks by the way. Rocks. 
I do not hold. He does. He has a bucket. I have collected. Do not have a bucket of rocks. Oh, I do. Are you for shit serious right now? I have collected rocks for SH One T. Serious. I have collected rocks from all across the country. Have you written on each rock where it comes from? He's collected rocks. No, no, but and no. You want to know the funny part was? That would be. You have not written on the rocks. No. You don't even know where they come from. That would be cool. Rocks. That, if he had done that, that would have been smart. Oh, he just put them in a bucket. He's, he's like, like, I like the, I, I think these rocks look awesome. Oh, look at this red one. No, well, they were, they were, they were from my trip from from uh, the ocean in Victoria, BC, uh, right back to Ontario here, yeah. and they were all in a in a little bucket, and now they're out in my rock garden. Now, and and I've got them in order all the way across. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. He has them in some sort of order. <laughs> yeah, so, however they fell out of the bucket. <laughs> so so what qualified for a nice rock? Something just into the eye, Something what? that just catches my eye. Like, go. for example, one day I was, I was uh, down by Lake Ontario there, and I, I just bring my camera with me, and I, I'm, I'm taking uh, just pictures. And just rocks fascinate me because of how they're shaped and how it's taken millions of years to that shape cool. every single rock. rock i love that too and i love rocks that you you grab and and you know it's like a stress reliever because they're like so smooth or whatever mm -hmm. and, and but different shapes and i've actually oh you got a rock right oh here. I, I just picked up a bunch more because because just, <laughs> just i am a not a hoarder because i was actually thinking they're they're you know i play golf so i mark my ball right so now, you... so now I've got these beautiful, smooth, small rocks, and I might make one for you. I'm going to paint them, oh. and I might make one for you and one for you or whatever. You just put it in your pocket, and then when you go to mark your ball, you can mark it with this. And so I'm going to paint like little <laughs> Canadian. Mark my ball with the bigger, <laughs> bigger, 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 something that's bigger than the golf ball. <laughs> well, not not quite, but I... you know, if you hit my ball marker, that's a three-stroke penalty. <laughs> but it's just going to be, you know, I'll paint a little Canadian flag on a on a cute little rock. Cool. And it's just it's just like a little ball marker. Right. So there you go. Okay. There you go. You're gonna get one from me for Christmas then. I love it. Oh, love for it. Christmas, not this Christmas. Not this Christmas. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I know how this guy operates. Um, okay. <laughs> Desert Island movies, Dad. We're at that time of the show. So, uh, what we want to know from you are, what are your three? Doesn't have to be favorite movies of all time. But it has to be a movie that you can watch again and again and again and again, over and over and over. These are the three movies you're going to bring to a desert island. So on a desert island, you have electricity, a TV. A VHS player. And a VHS player. Or a DVD player. It better be a DVD player. It's a Blu-ray. No, nothing new. Oh, Blu-ray? There's so many non-Blu-ray options. What do you mean there's so many non-Blu-ray options? There's no way you get Bloodsport on Blu-ray these days. Are you serious? No fucking ways. That's a VHS slash really? DVD special for sure. Anyway, so you don't think anybody's seen. transferred it over to like, like well, Blu-ray? Yeah, because the VHS. Oh, the, there's probably no point because the VHS would have been such standard definition anyway. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing: what you get to choose is your media as well. If you One, want to pick an old two, VHS movie, three, four, we'll bring a Betamax player. Here we go. Top three. I like. Um, this is a tough decision. The Bourne movies, especially the very first one. Oh, Bourne Identity. Bourne that Ident is a good one. The Bourne Identity. Those are, those are great. Can movies. I tell you something about the Bourne Identity? The first movie is amazing. The first one is amazing. That first scene where 
He doesn't even know who he is yet. Yes. And he's but he goes home. He brings her to his his house, and he's like, yeah. mm, I kind of remember that this is my house. And the guy comes in, and he does this thing where he takes a knife, and he's he. Or is it a pin? No, he takes a knife, and he's walking to the door, and she, she's there, and he's like, oh, no big deal, and he just drops the knife behind him, and it lands in the floor. Yes. And then he keeps walking forward. That that was so cool, and his first fight in that room was so brutal, Not- and something we haven't seen. Sorry. We haven't seen in a movie, I don't think, in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Very, like, gritty and, you know, um, the new Daniel Craig James Bond did it really amazing mm-hmm. in that bathroom scene right at the very beginning. Yeah. But the Bourne Identity... Brutal and real. Was awesome. he, he, he made it... He made it... He, he didn't know how to fight. He didn't know who he was, so he didn't know how to fight. No, but he, no, no, but no, he, he knew how to fight. No, no, it was no, no. His, yeah, yeah, yes, he, yeah. he knew how to fight, but, but in the scene, because he doesn't... Re- when he's fighting the guy... His expressions and all that is it's like true. I can do this. Like, it's true. Yeah. His like expressions are very like holy shit. Bah, 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 yeah. Bah, bah. Like it was all yeah. natural to him, but not having his memory, he yeah. didn't know that he could do that. Right. But, it just, but everything just and but Came it so was naturally, but yeah. I, to me it was his facial expressions, whatever that went. Holy crap. Cool. You know? Now I will holy say crap. the uh, the my favorite part in that movie really is like it, it sums up the whole movie, which is when he's in the diner. And he's sitting across the room from her, and he's sitting across the table from, from the German lady. And he says, "In uh, I'm going to paraphrase it pretty badly, but he says, I, I don't know why I know that I can run 2.5 miles at full speed before my lungs start to burst, and I know that that guy's that guy can handle himself. That guy's 200 pounds, and he can handle himself. And, da, 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 and the license plate, the cars, and the like. That is what born identity is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's." I don't know who I am, but I have the skill set. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Movie. That's what I love about that. That yeah. was amazing. And then, Good and then the other ones Good that pick. came afterwards were 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 pretty great. Fine. It's not very often that you yeah. you get like I always thought that Indiana Jones, you know, the first one, and then the next. Well, I would say the, the next the next two that came out afterwards were great. And I, was it the fourth one with Sean Connery or the third one third with Sean one. Connery? So yeah, so the the next two, it's very hard to get. A sequel, or, or and then a mm-hmm. you know a, a, a third one out of it. Whereas I think Indiana got. I would. Most, argue, I don't think four I would argue or five were Indiana Jones got better and better and better. I would argue that even, even the, the, even the, the fifth, fifth one? even the fourth and fifth one. Yeah. No, I would argue that Good. because we I would argue that Raiders of the Lost Ark was great. Yes. I would argue that Temple of Doom was better, and then I would argue that the Last Crusade was fucking the best. awesome, and then that was it. Yes. Now. If you watch the new Lara Croft movie, that is was a major remake of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Down to like, if you watch those movies back to back, there's a oh. moment where she's looking through the book and she's like, the penitent man shall pass or whatever. She's basically, she's like, and then I will duck. And the thing goes over her head. It was great. But basically, I actually really liked, I, I liked... The Lara Croft movie, mostly because I loved Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. So, so my second one, um, probably one of my favorites with Mark Wahlberg is Shooter. Oh, man. I can't oh. believe that, that that's not on your list of watch again and again and again movies. I have Good movie. Honest to goodness, I've probably seen it 10 or 12 times. It comes on TV, and, and like if it came on tonight, I'd probably sit down and watch it. Okay. And... Probably the reason... I'll give that one another watch based on this recommendation. Yeah. I'll tell you what you should do instead. 
is read the book Point of Impact that it's based off of. The book, have you read the book? No. Do you the have book, it? Yeah. It the book is so much better than the movie. Like crazy. Are you better. serious? Because because the thing is is you know the movie pretty well, obviously. Okay, he's going to hobble over. So, hey Jay, what are we working on? So, in the car, I told you about two new movie ideas that I had. Yeah. Totally. Um, are we going to are we are we have we made a decision uh thing. Anybody want a chocolate bar? Not really. Yeah. Crispy crunch. Okay, we I'm gonna have, have a, I'm gonna have a caramel. caramel. I just lied. Caramel. Thank we, you. We have made a decision. On, we've made. On, on talking about things on the podcast. We we've had a situation where where um we we've been very open with our ideas on the podcast and a, an idea that we have been very very open about on the podcast. That's it doesn't yeah it doesn't like it doesn't like it it could just be. Obviously, we don't have we don't have ownership over the entire concept, but like, there's a local there's a, a local production who's kind of like got a similar thing going on, and it just feels really close. And we the inspiration might have come from us, it might not have, but it doesn't matter. The point is that I think I think we're gonna just keep our ideas a little bit closer to our chest as our decision going forward. I think so. Yeah, I think just, so. Because it's just. It's just it stung a little, just because even though it might not, we oh, might we may so, not have influenced anybody at all, but it just we were just like it, we just tilted our heads and we're like, hmm, that's pretty close. So you're you're saying that someone has come up with something similar? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So and, and, and which happens all the time. All the and time. Pro- and probably does. And and here's the thing. And I, I I'm pretty sure you remember. I've I've actually talked to you this uh, maybe a couple times or whatever about your ideas and then just talking openly or whatever. Yeah. And you're going, well, that's you know way we are and all that. Yeah. And that's fine. It's the same thing as is in the past. I have actually come up with amazing inventions. Yeah. Not having the the financial resources to to take it because one of them was going to cost me a hundred thousand dollars just to get the first one out right yeah you know I, I i did my you know research and all that or whatever and that's what it was going to cost well i didn't have it so i couldn't do it well it's only a matter of time before someone yeah. is going to come up Absolutely. with you know either the yeah. same idea so, or so you know what you know what you can do though is to try to avoid that time coming sooner is not talk about them on a public podcast mm-hmm. or or yeah. or share scripts and things like that online and so it's just it's no big deal and it probably has nothing to do with anything it's just maybe it's a better idea to keep things a little closer to the so chest if, so if you talk about things that that you've already done or or, or even that we're or doing. even that you're working on yeah. Yeah. you know so, i feel pretty comfortable stuff that's been completed yeah. let's say or whatever yeah. yeah you know we did this we did this we yeah did. yeah i even feel pretty comfortable talking about shifted because the thing is is we're talking about it, we're doing it, we're shooting it, and we're going to yeah. pr- be really soon. Totally. totally. Shortly-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. next year. Next year, Shifted will be available for people to watch. So. Oh, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. And there's another one I can't wait for, but I won't say what it is. Good. Please all, don't. We all know what it is, but... Oh, Postman? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean that, everybody I mean, in the whole that world one we can, That Postman. one we can talk about. We, we've... 
I mean, all the everybody knows everything. Are, are, to to, to me, if anybody knows whatever, that, the being part of that or whatever, and, and that competition or whatever, yeah. and, and all, that was, you know, I, obviously it was, you know, you guys doing the bulk of whatever, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I tell you, any little part that I was in and around or whatever, I mean, I was just totally excited. I, I love, like, from the very first trailer, mm-hmm. I'm going, Oh, I want to see this movie. Postman's yeah, movie. Postman's great. We are we are going to to make it happen. Awesome. So, but I wanted to tell you guys about Shooter. So, Shooter's a great movie with Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And but the book it's based off of is called Point of Impact. And if you remember, he kind of gets brought in to help them figure out a plot. Okay, uh, figure out the best place. To to do this to or, do or an assassination. That's so, right. So so the government comes to this. Mark Wahlberg, who's a great sniper, and comes in and says, "Hey, Mark Wahlberg, great sniper. Um, don't worry. Um, come and show us the best places where you would snipe this guy." But in the book, they get into way more detail, and it's way more um, elusive and elaborate. They essentially they say, "Well." he would never accept the government coming to talk to him. So what they start off as is a bullet manufacturer. Mm, and they're, they're like even sneaky. They're like Mark Wahlberg's character who I think is uh who's a, 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 a what was his name, Do you remember? Ed Swagger. Swagger. Earl Bob, Swagger. Bob, Bob Lee Swagger. Bob Lee Swagger. Bob Lee Swagger, you were one of the best snipers in the And Earl Army Swagger or, was his dad. Was his dad, yeah. Bob Lee Swagger, you were one of the best. Who's Earl Swagger? What were the books that you gave me that yeah. had Earl Swagger? What were? Who well, was... that was different. But uh, Pale Horse Coming. Yes. Pale Horse <laughs> Coming. See, I, I just said it. We just said we wouldn't talk about things, but if I could option ten books, Pale Horse Coming would be one of them. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is amazing. Surely it's amazing. optioned. Probably, but it is. So good. Anyways, so much better than Shooter. Um, but anyways, I'm a bullet manufacturer, and what I want to do is you've shot thousands and thousands and thousands of rounds. I want you to come and test my bullets. We're going to pay all expenses paid trip to come down to our facility. You can see how the bullets are made. You can shoot thousands of rounds. We want your opinion on how to make our bullets to be the best bullets. And as he's going through this stuff, they're like, okay, and they start setting up this particular shot, this long shot that only he and a couple other people have ever made before, right, to test out these bullets. And he starts to kind of catch on that they're trying to set up this perfect shot that he took, which was like over a mile or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then they start to kind of fill him in on, anyways, whatever. They've they've got him at this point. And, it, so, in the it's movie. It's very sneaky, but it's it's great. Yeah, the in the movie, amazing. though, if, if I remember correctly, they the government came to him and said, we have intel that someone is going Someone's to gonna kill the president. To kill the pre- yeah. president. We don't know how, and and we'd like you to help us. Yeah, identify. How, how would you do it if you were going to do it? How would you, you know? Because yeah. essentially, what, the government they what, say that the government knows who it is, and he's the only other guy in the world that can make, make, this, make shot. this shot. And so, like, where cool. would you movie. do it from? Where would you, you know? So yeah, yeah. no, movie, it was the movie's awesome. It, it, it was great, and, and one of the reasons why I really liked it is because because of, of government, you know, trying to control, I keep doing this, 
but c- trying to control, you know, someone like him or whatever, and then it, 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 and then eventually frame him, which yeah. you know they did or whatever, and then him fighting back or whatever, and and restoring his name, and 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 how he restored his name at the end was was how he would take his firing pins out of every gun that he. Oh, did you see the movie? I have seen this movie. Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> So by taking the fire, so his his weapon couldn't have been used, which I thought was absolutely you know amazing, or whatever. So yeah, that was uh, it was it was a great movie. Movie numero trio. three. Two g- excellent picks. Because the thing is about these two picks so far, not the best movies ever, but real rewatchable movies and so, lots of fun and, and definitely solid action yeah solid gun action hey you like your and, uh, traditional oh, action movie, oh right? i like my action movies and i like heroes yeah you know um because I'm i always want to be a hero i've always said to jason i go in, in some movie i want to be the hero yeah might be a little comic book thing that you're going to do or a little four minute short or something like that because in some movies that you've we'll done you i get killed tights. off pretty quickly are you willing to wear a cape and tights? In the snow. If I had to be in the hero? <laughs> Tired of shooting in the winter. Yeah. Yes. All right. Number three. three. Number three. You know, there's there's definitely a lot, a lot of good movies out there. And one of my favorite actors is Sean Connery. Yeah. So you've got, like, The Hunt for Red October. Oh, man. You, you are know. going... Back to the classics. Back, yeah. yeah. But it was, it, to it's me, I thought it was re-watch. amazing. Um, the Rock. Mm-hmm. Because not only did you get Sean Jesus, Connery, you got Nicolas good... Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a solid You know, right and there. again, it, it, I I get goosebumps. Like, if I was watching, I would get goosebumps. That's how good. The, like, Your that movie is amazing. Rita Ruz, the prom queen. You know what? The Rock might be one of the greatest action movies ever made. It's true. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack, that traditional action. Oh, the soundtrack the was amazing. The score by yeah. Hans Zimmer was yes. fucking great. That movie is amazing. That yeah. scene when they when they break through and they're in like the shower and then the other guys come and, yeah, and totally. like, oh stand my down, goodness, stand like down, you don't. Stand down. Yes. And then they just and shoot and who was that? Who was that? Like, That's uh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got. Sean Connery, Nicholas Cage, you're, Ed you're Harris. You're sympathetic to the guy because he doesn't want to oh. kill people, but they end up killing all the guys. So and he ends up being a really bad guy. Oh, that was tough. Not on purpose. That was like, tough. It's awesome. Yeah. Just a hair sympathetic to the, towards the guy. Yeah. I love The Rock. Yeah, yeah, that is a great movie. I, you know, I've heard, obviously I've heard, you know, some of your other uh, vodcasts, podcasts and all that, and other people have said... The Rock and and I thought well if I ever get on there one day or whatever I like I'm definitely not going to choose the I'm rock. not going to choose the Rock or whatever but, but you know when it comes down to it like if it's like if I was stuck on a place and and only had three you know I would say those are my three yeah it's crazy we should you somewhere know keep track of every guest <laughs> and they three, and what three picks they've had yeah. and see which ones pop up Shawshank pops up a lot I think you've had a few rocks yeah I think. The Rock might have been mine. I'm not sure. Do you know what? And I can imagine the person sitting there who had the the initial inspiration for the idea. They're like, somebody needs to break into a prison. Yeah. Especially Alcatraz. Yeah, totally. So you you make the ultimate prison. Yeah, because that's the one everybody thinks, well, there's only been like three or four people that have is that in true? real life have ever no there's been lots there's been lots yeah. I took the tour of Alcatraz really yeah there's been a lot 
And in fact, the last and three they've, they've... are still missing. And they say that uh, they know where they are after all these many years. There's lots, lots that have the tried, but are? there's lots no, no, of no, the last three. There's lots that have tried, but have they lived? Some, yeah. So Some. the lo- and, and are the last three alive? Well, they're dead now, but, but from were... old age. I I only thought that there was awesome. like very few that actually they say lived. There was tons of escapees that lived. I don't know, maybe. But there wow. there was actually some. When I went and I did the swimmer. tour a couple times, it was a really cool uh, tour. Like, they had actually a really bloody battle where the inmates got out and, like, got guns and guards and had a whole, like... Little war. Little war with the guards, and they had to bring in more police and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. What was neat about the, the movie itself was was that here's there's this tour, and people are just, you know, tourists like you went there. So can yeah. you imagine if you went there and that happened? Oh my goodness! I can totally imagine it. You know, you were hoping for that when you went there. You were <laughs> like, "Please, please." Let I just want to meet Nicholas Cage. <laughs> awesome. That's, and then are you going to be picks. the prom queen? Sure. You Car- would be the prom queen. It wasn't Rita. It wasn't Rita. It was Carla. Carla was the prom queen. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage has been. Who's always whine about the best? Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Fuck. And fuck the prom queen. If you come in you second, it just means you're the first loser. It's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. Thanks so much uh, for joining us on our podcast. Come back two years from now. Thanks, Kenneth um, Green. <laughs> you're very welcome. I enjoyed it, it was, immensely. It was a good show. We will. You're going to see more photos uh, of Dad. Maybe we'll do another podcast while we're shooting shifted if we have a free minute. Um, but uh, oh yeah, you, you got to send back. me some pictures of um, what we were doing the other day there with the oh with the mosque. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see some of the yeah. Fair enough. They took some pictures. Yes, so. we did. Yeah, we did take a, a picture. Uh, one of the pictures is on our tweet, on our twitters, on our instas, Instagrams, Insta tweets. Uh, the picture with the monster. That was Kim's real. That was face. me. That's his face. That's his real, real face. Every day. So everyone, we're going to wrap up this show. Totes. Dream big. Work hard. Thanks for watching. First frames first. Yes. First frames first. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.